MP News Breakfast and this day it's Darren and Nana back because you need to ring the changes, don't you, sometimes? Well, GB News need to do that every single week, it seems. They talked to Steve Harmison about the cricket issues at the moment with the the, the England test against India and uh, then they take us to a sofa. No one on the sofa, as Darren says, we're not going to take you to the sofa, but unfortunately you have. More teething troubles. Oh dear. <laughs> Certainly not dull this Friday morning, says Darren. Well, this programme is Darren. That's why GBN keep changing it round every week or so. Ah, we're talking about the NHS crisis on GBN. Um, and uh, what Nana's saying is, how do we address it, though? It's been said, it's been coming for ages. Dr Lawrence Buckman, he's a, a North London GP, former chairman of the uh, BMA GP committee. So I suppose he's got something to say about it but no no as he says it's been coming for years i haven't got the right places or enough enough people uh, there's a long waiting list and nana's saying how do we even start though that's a precursor to why don't we all go private i would say but let's see how it develops darren then says but there are far too many people using the nhs every day aren't there which is to receive wisdom but the gentleman being interviewed says well there are people who are seeing the gp and the nhs every day because they're ill but there are those other people who've lost the kind of wisdom of their family members like granny who uh, could tell them about their illness and that's an interesting that's an interesting point and it's not going the way that i suspect that gbn want it to ah nana now brings up after that interview in other countries, they charge you because they didn't get that from the interview. And I suspect that's why they're doing that. This is all about the NHS and charging, it seems to me. But they didn't get that from the gentleman they just interviewed. Ha ha. Their main news story today is um, about uh, Brentford coming back to the Premiership. It's a big story, and that's what they've chosen to do. And actually, there's some merit in the choice. But from all the time I've been watching it this morning, they've not interviewed anybody from Brentford Football Club. They're just talking about, what do you think about it? Well, it's great, ain't it? I I don't don't know when they're going to interview anybody who can actually talk about it from the club's perspective. Or or, or maybe a Brentford superfan might be good. I don't think they're going to. They're just going to keep talking about how wonderful it is and not interview anybody. That's GB News for you. Let's talk to uh, an MSP, it's Scottish uh, MP, uh, about uh, self-harm there. It'll be a Tory MP, that's right. Now let's talk about post-Brexit trade and let's talk to Richard, Richard, Richard Tice, who's chairman of the Brexit Party, or was. He's, uh, he's now leader of... Reform UK, which uh, not many people have ever heard of, and um, he's a he's a, a right wing Brexit commentator. There seems to be a pattern here, doesn't there? Yeah. Richard wants government to uh, to stop hiding trade deals. I'm sure they're not. Um, and tell us more about the trade deals that are being done. Because obviously, being a gentleman who was pro-Brexit, he wants us to think that we're doing great trade deals. I'm not sure that's the case. He tells us about more and more of our whiskey going to Australia. Doesn't talk about any of the air miles involved in that and the government's green strategy, because that would be too difficult, wouldn't it? Yeah, Richard.
Now, GBL are just talking about uh, paramedics being stabbed, which is a terrible situation. They say, well, they say, why would anybody stab a paramedic that's coming out to help them from the NHS? They then segue straight into NHS waiting list. Well, disaster, as more than 5.45 million are on the NHS waiting list. Well, what you're not doing is you're not saying the NHS is a great institution. You've got Ben Zaranko, who's from the Institute of Fiscal Studies. That wouldn't be a left-wing think tank, would it? But he is saying the um, the waiting lists are actually going down, which is not, I suspect, what the programme wants to hear. Darren is left by saying, good to delve into the figures and, and get a, a, a sense of, of what they mean there. Yeah, because uh, it's not all woe, is it? He points out that the NHS will need cold hard cash and people will be going private f- from um, uh, Sajid Javid's uh, decision and that takes cold hard cash as well so yes it will need cold hard cash and people will have to pay for it because it's an institution we all love apparently even though it's a disaster according to GBN It's to the point. Of course, it wasn't to the point because uh, at the beginning of the programme, we couldn't hear Patrick Christie's, which is no bad thing, actually, in my view. But um, teething problems from the beginning today. Well, uh, Patrick Christie's is talking about the um, the gender reassignment for four-year-olds uh, story in, uh, in Scotland, which is a massive issue and uh, has really discussing. But... It wasn't about that for him in his little piece to camera, his polemic, as a guest said. It was about Nicola Sturgeon being a dictator. And of course, that's the line they'll be taking on GBM because they don't like Scottish independence, do they? Um, they certainly said that early on in their, in their programming. So that wouldn't surprise me. So it wasn't about the, the gender stuff, which is a really important issue. It was actually about Nicola Sturgeon being a dictator. Yeah... Way to use one thing to push for another, Patrick. Well, GB News Breakfast remains poor, no matter who you put on there. And uh, without that dream team of austere Victorian father Simon McCoy and dependable Kirsty Gallagher, who's coming out of even this Farago with some kind of... Um, some kind of, um, um, well, it's not, she's not been spattered in it, let's put it that way. And then we've got Patrick Christie's on, um, to the point, who's been kept a bit quiet, he does his polemic, as a guest said, but, um, he's being kept quiet about, uh, rabble rousing when people are being interviewed, so... I think he's perhaps learnt his lesson from his first episode, which wasn't good for him. Or maybe somebody's had a word in his ear to say, don't do that. (laughs) But um, either way, it's just moribund at best. And no matter what they do, no matter how much mud is thrown at that wall, nothing appears to be sticking. Ta-ta.